0: welcome back to growing places a podcast about all things economic development here in the sioux falls metro area brought to you by the sioux metro growth alliance
1: Hello and welcome back to Growing Places, your regional roundup of all the great things happening across Assume Metro. Uh, joining us here today in the studio is a whole SMGA team. Uh, my name is Jesse Fonkert, I'm the president and CEO and one of the standing co-hosts of this great, amazing podcast. With me as well is... Sheldon
2: Jensen, uh, Economic Development Specialist here with the Sumetra Growth Alliance and the other standing co-host of the Growing Places
1: podcast. He's also the writer, editor, publisher, producer, and marketer of Growing Places. Yep. it's Kind
2: of looking like, you know, Larry David and Curb Your Enthusiasm.
1: Yep, yep,
2: yep. So who else is with us today again?
0: Lisa Zenz here, uh, economic development specialist for Harrisburg and Worthing communities.
1: Specialist or specialist?
0: Oh, did I say test? You did. I have a speech impediment. Do you really? I do. Oh, I'm We're so just sorry. About this. Wow. Rivalry <laughs> <laughs> ambulance None
3: ambulance is work. a tough one though. <laughs> That's fair. I, I occasionally get the Rs with the Ws thing. Yeah, yeah, it's, weird.
0: yeah. it's weird. Who are you? Specialist.
3: Oh, sorry. I'm Ryan Solberg, Economic Development Specialist, <laughs> and I would describe myself as maybe a left-handed reliever or maybe a pinch hitter when it comes to this podcast. You know, I'm occasionally brought into the game.
1: When well, we need when we need somebody or we're just losing and we need to... Or we're trying to mop fill up some man. time. Mop-up, yeah, man. Mop-up, man. Yeah.
3: That's a good one. Notice how nobody
0: picked me to be a part of the podcast.
2: Well, we invited you on and you weren't there that one day.
1: So <laughs> you, you, you kind of ghosted,
0: ghosted us. You're once. like a guest star on like CSI
1: Law yeah. and Order. You know, okay, I'll take
3: episode. that one. That's good. Kind I'll the do start it. The show. We all know you did the
1: crime. Yeah. So oh, yeah. guys, this is our first podcast of 2023. We took a hiatus in December. So for our listeners out there that have been wondering where we're at, we're still at the historical Harvester Building in downtown Sioux Falls. Uh, but we are jacked and ready to go for this year. we got a lot of cool projects that are in the pipeline that will hopefully be announced at some point throughout the year as long as the economy stays strong. Speaking of jacks, hopefully by the time you're listening to this podcast, the SDSU Jackrabbits are national champions. It's tough for a bunch of all you guys to cheer for <laughs> the other blue team, but I think we can all agree that uh, South Dakota winning on the national stage is, is a good thing.
3: Absolutely. I think
1: even the Yotes guys can appreciate that. Ears up. Ears up. Run
3: rabbits. <laughs> so, uh,
1: so today's podcast is our first of our, of our series of podcasts that will be coming out. And we're hoping to have another person joining our team here in the first quarter of 2023 that will be probably taking this thing over um, or maybe even co-hosting it along with Sheldon. But we'll <laughs> talk more about that later. Uh, Sheldon, what are we talking about today? What is what is today's subject? Well, yeah, once the once the calendar switches over
2: and you end up in a new year, it's often a time for reflection and a time for looking forward. So we have the whole team here and we're just going to talk a little bit about share some perspective of 2022, what happened, what was some of our highlights and also look towards 2023 and what might be some of those for this coming year.
3: All right. So I'm going to say the highlight for me of, of 2022. Was probably the redevelopment, or it will be redeveloped in the spring. Um, but but starting the redevelopment of one ten Moorfield in Baltic, a dilapidated house had been sitting empty for many many years. A building was in really rough shape, definitely an eyesore to, to one of the older neighborhoods in town. And so the the local development uh, corporation, the Baltic Area Development Foundation, shout out to the board uh, if they're listening. Um, we got a hold of the property, had it demolished. You should have seen the demolition, like, I'd say at least, like, 3,000 bats or something. It was crazy. Oh, geez. So if you have bats
1: out. in Baltic, call <laughs> Ryan call Solberg. That. No, don't call me. Don't call me. <laughs>
3: <You> call <laughs> uh, call Max Excavating. And bat houses the for and
0: Baltic. The, That's the economic development. Bats, bats for bats. Baltic.
1: That's I love bat it. Bat houses.
3: They're going to love that one.
1: Great idea. Um,
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we and then we partnered with Habitat for Humanity, and they're going to be putting in some some workforce housing. So it's a, it was really rewarding to have folks in that neighborhood. Um, come into city hall and say, you know, we're glad that something was done about that property and the energy and the buzz around town that they were getting a Habitat house and that this partnership was happening was, was um, really cool, really special to be a part of. And so I'm really excited uh, when Habitat uh, gets the building in there in sometime, I think in spring of this year.
1: That's exciting too. That's a great partnership with the city, working with the EDO and then with another, with a third party to achieve um, a public goal, which is more affordable housing. And I think habitat, that's such a cool and special mission that it makes it even more special. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Lisa, do you have a. Highlight for the.
0: Yeah, well, 2022 was my first year on. I've been here for seven months now. So um, the highlights have been, of course, all over the place. Um, Being able to work with the city of Harrisburg and get communication rolling um, in Harrisburg and in the Worthing community has been beneficial. Uh, I think we've got some good projects that were highlighted over 2022 that will be followed through in 2023. And I'm looking forward to that.
2: Yeah, I mean I've I've had a number of highlights as well. I mean, as of this week it's been 1 year, which has been wow. fascinating wow. and crazy to to reach that that milestone, have have an anniversary working on the job. Um I would say, you know, a a highlight for for myself is working in Salem and creating the Salem Economic Development Corporation alongside such strong quality community leaders that are so passionate about the community that they work for. Uh, we just wrapped up a, a capital campaign. Uh, well, we're still obviously accepting money. Everyone can provide funds to the nonprofit, but um, the the board is now an official five hundred one c three, which was a process that uh, was expedited and uh, was a really interesting process to work through. Um, and now we are excited for the future and what Salem has to offer the the Sue Metro. Jesse, what do you got, Jesse? Yeah.
1: Well, there's just so much going on across the region. It's hard to pinpoint one highlight. I think hiring for, Lisa and I. I, I was going <laughs> to say, I, I actually do think. so I think, I think adding the two of you to the team and adding the, those four communities into the management service was a huge huge win both for those or uh, those towns and organizations, but also also uh, SMGA. I think you both have been huge, huge values of the team and have really added quite a bit to the culture here. And Ryan and I are starting to get a little sick of each other. So it's Absolutely. nice now that we have somebody else to talk to about the other person, <laughs> uh, which is really healthy, I think, in an organization to have an, an outlet. Backstabbing. Like that. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like yeah. I'm yeah. the
0: awesome. center Thanks, of everybody. that.
1: <laughs> I think you are, Lisa. Uh Wait a minute. <laughs> uh, but, but seriously, I mean, both in the team has been huge. Uh, having our first McCook county community join SMGA in 2022 is a huge uh, step forward for our our goal of including the entire uh, Metro in the SMGA footprint. And we hope to make some headway on that as well in 2023. Uh, I think the big story though, is gonna be ARPA dollars for infrastructure. I think a number of our communities received uh, money for water and wastewater infrastructure improvements through the $600 million that the state appropriated to Danner through the SRF fund. Um, and I think that's going to have a huge long-term impact that it's hard for us to really realize what that might mean today. And we could use some more of those dollars too, if any legislators are listening on their way home or way to yeah. peer. We can use some more infrastructure dollars for wastewater and water infrastructure in this Part of the state, but also across much of the state. 600 million is just a drop in the bucket for what's really needed out there to make ends meet long term. Uh, This was an interesting year. Projects got a little quiet, I think, at the end of 2022 as inflation increased and unemployment decreased. uh, Definitely saw uh, some folks maybe hit pause, mostly from, I would say, a, a multi state or national sense versus I think the local businesses. We're still moving forward. Yeah, it felt that way. The
3: capital investment just wasn't there from bigger, bigger prospects. Yeah. But,
2: I mean, there are still activity going on. We just mm-hmm. had a closing in Del Rapids. Mm-hmm. There's lots happening in Harrisburg, right, yeah, Lisa?
0: Absolutely. And worthy, yeah, for that it, matter.
1: Our uh, Growing Places magazine will be coming out uh, here on the 20th of January, around that time frame. And I think we have five groundbreakings from the fourth quarter that we're featuring in there. Uh, one in Canton, one in Hartford, one Lenox. in Lenox, one in Del Rapids, and the fifth one is Crooks.
3: Yep, Crooks
1: People. Industrial Park. So there were some capex uh, projects last year and some land brought online, but I think that'll be a challenge for 2023. Is lack of industrial land and lack of available building space in our community specifically to meet the needs, uh, meet the demand of of a growing economy here. So. We hope the private sector picks up, but I think given where building supplies are at and where interest rates are going and and are right now, it could be kind of a challenge. We've heard from folks that that have been pricing out space, and um, I think it's high. It's a little high. But things are going to be good. I think we're going to have a quiet month or two here, and then I think by the time 2023 is wrapping up, it's going to be gangbusters for 2024 before the presidential election happens. Yeah. And
2: it'll be, you know, a quiet couple months, but the legislature is meeting and in session, so that doesn't make it quiet at all. There's lots of things happening in Peer, and so we're excited about some of the legislation that's coming out of there. Uh, sounds like some wording has been kind of figured out on the housing money, so hopefully um, our communities will be able to apply for some additional infrastructure for workforce housing, which is desperately needed in all of our communities.
1: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that all shakes out. Um, What do you guys see in your communities? What do you you, you think is going to happen in 2023 and and Lincoln County?
3: You know, looking at Lenox, uh, man, you know, economic forecasting. I can't remember which economist said it, but it's the point of economic forecasting is to make astrology look respectable. So it's really hard. (laughs) Wow. It's really hard. It's really hard to to predict what's going to happen six to 12 months out. I think, at least for, for Lennox, I think housing is going to slow down just a little bit. Um, there's been tremendous growth in housing and a, just a huge number of housing starts over the past year, year and a half since the countryside subdivision, a large TIF district got started. And just with interest rates rising um, and folks kind of stepping back from the housing market, I think that will slow. I think the demand for multifamily is still there. I mean, you see a huge number of multifamily starts in Sioux Falls, and I think that'll start to trickle out into some of our SMGA communities, particularly in Lincoln County, which is such a fast-growing county, As folks might want a little bit more of a rural lifestyle, um, but they they might not have the means or they're just not able to to get into the property ladder yet. So I think multifamily will continue to, to see strong growth. Industrial, I think, I mean, industrial just never seems to stop throughout the Sioux Metro I mean, the number of kind of spec industrial spaces going up is just awe-inspiring. And I think that will continue in a lot of our rural communities, so long as there's shovel-ready sites. Um, it seems like there's always more, it's particularly light industrial, maybe smaller projects, always a lot of interest in, in places like Lenox or, or Worthing or, or Canton. Um, so I think that'll continue in, in 2023. Um, but did you guys see the the jobs numbers this this morning? No. I did not. It's like down, I think unemployment's down to like 3 The labor market's still really, really strong. So I'm fairly bullish for 2023. I don't I'm not as much of a doomsayer. I think some sectors are taking it on the chin right now, particularly tech and a lot of sectors that were probably pumped up by cheap financing for 10 years. Um, but I I think the mm. regional economy is gonna stay strong yeah. and keep growing.
2: Yeah. Any specific things you're on your horizon in Linux that you're excited about for oh, 2023 man. openings? or
3: Yeah, we got plenty of plenty of uh, openings that we're hoping to have. Uh, some that we can't reveal yet because they're still in the works. Uh, one Prosper Country warehouse and event hall should be opening up here probably, and I'm guessing Q2. Depends on how Someone, it says
1: March according to their uh, yeah, website.
3: It depends on their construction timeline, which I know has kind has of changed. changed. Um, that we have our home improvement incentive that went, really really well. I think we're hopefully going to do in a second year of the home improvement incentive and then we have the downtown facade improvement incentive which I think might be a little bit slower, uh, especially in winter people probably aren't thinking about fixing up a facade or fixing up their house, but I'm I'm excited to to see what applications we get for that. So, yeah, I I think we're going to have a pretty good year prospecting wise and then also programmatically in in Lennox.
2: Yeah. Lisa, what are you looking forward to in 2023?
0: Well, both my communities are sitting in Lincoln County and the growth potential is um, just something that we've never really actually seen before. Uh, I think going forward in 2023 with the community of Worthing, um, really getting community engagement going and uh, figuring out our infrastructure so we can build and grow, um, looking Forward to having a, a small light industrial park for the worthing community, which can finally bring in some revenue and maybe start seeing some things go in a positive um atmosphere with them. Uh for the Her- for the Harrisburg community, um, there's so much going on, so much growth. Um, it's really just uh trying to communicate with everybody and keep that growth happening. Um, watching all of the different funding uh, that we could possibly use with economic development and putting them to use. And uh, again, just I think um, bringing the community all together is a huge part for both of those communities.
2: What
1: about you, Sheldon?
2: Well, I think both of my communities have some exciting things going on in Salem. I think there's, you know, it's not going to sound like a positive, but I think at this point it is. It's, in 2023, there's going to be a lot of demolition. I mean, a lot of tearing things down just based on um, the storm that, you know, happened last year. A lot of that damage for insurance purposes and other reasons wasn't able to be taken down this year. Um, But, you know, whether it's the community armory and there's such community interest in the new community center that the city has um, bonded for and they're excited to plan and develop that. The plans are on their way. Um, so that, you know, obviously won't be finished in 2023, but I think, you know, the the process of taking down the, some of the other buildings in town that have been damaged will will allow the community to look forward and say, you know, what what can we do to fill those holes now that they, when they might appear. Um, in Dells, we've had some really strong interest for our facade improvement program, about eight people that have really strong uh projects that they're looking to apply for. And so we're excited to see those applications and what types of improvements can be made to historic downtown Del Rapids. And we just made a, just had a closing in the industrial park. And so we're excited to, you know, let that business make that announcement when they ground, break ground in the spring. And, I mean, other than that, there's a lot of openings. You know, there's a new dentist building that's being built in Del Rapids. There's the lumber yard should hopefully uh, finish construction on the new lumber yard uh, in northern Del Rapids. And the new housing subdivision, the Jensen subdivision, will start uh, with with houses. Wow. Named Named after after you. They named Ah, it after ah, you? wow. Holy that's, that's what my what grandma thinks, done. so I'm not going to deny that because, you know, that's what my grandma thinks. My grandma <laughs> might be listening, and she thinks I've been doing such a really good job because they named things after me. But no, it is uh, named after the Jensen family of Del Rapids, not of not of me. No relation? <laughs> no relation that I know okay. of, I suppose. You know, it could be. It yeah, could
0: be. that actually brings up a good point with Harrisburg. We've got nine different housing developments going on at this point. That's that's, pretty, that's
1: that's a that's lot. Nuts. That's absolutely crazy. <laughs> it's a lot
0: of housing going on, and I I don't see that going away at all.
1: No. I think housing will 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 of course slow down. Single family starts probably in twenty-three, but I think it's still gonna be it's still gonna be strong to a certain extent. People have uh, to live somewhere. They do have to live somewhere, and I think pricing might come down a little bit. It has been so far, and I think that will continue. I, you know, talking to some brokers, I think the large land sales will likely slow down quite a bit more too, but smaller parcels will continue to move. There seems to be quite a bit of demand for that. Mm-hmm. And I think that we'll see some, uh, some business closures probably here in January across the region. That typically happens on the retail side, the restaurant side. But I think as prices have increased and the leases have gone up and staffing has been uh, harder to find or more expensive, that that's going to have an effect too, unfortunately. So we were in a pretty interesting time um, Economically speaking, between high inflation and low unemployment, and all the federal stimulus that's out there, I mean, South Dakota. What did we hear yesterday at the, at the Sioux Falls chambers? Um, good morning, Sioux Falls event. That we are up three hundred million dollars for revenue this year. Yeah. Um, but it's a projection. If you talk to some of the economists, if you take into consideration how much federal stimulus has been pumped into South Dakota, that number I don't think is maybe not as accurate long term as some might think. Yeah. So.
2: When you include inflation as well,
1: yeah, I'll be curious to see how revenues look going into the next couple of years to see if those numbers remain strong. But I think that we're still going to get some some prospects, some larger businesses looking at the area. Uh, I think unemployment though is going to continue to be uh, a challenge that will slow down projects or scare them off from considering the metro. And what are you looking forward to for Sue Metro Growth Alliance? Well, I think we're going to have an awesome year event-wise. You know, these are some things that we can control as our, as our programming. Uh, events, conference this year, we're going to retool and make it a little bit more specific and focused. Uh, golf tournament's always a good time. It's fun. Our bus tours are going to be rocking in both Minnea County and Lincoln County. Hope to add a few more members this year. And I think um, our new director of engagement is really going to enhance our fundraising efforts, uh, help us uh, even make our programming even better. And uh, help us really market the crap out of our towns so that people understand the value, if they don't already, of living in the metro and working in Sioux Falls or working in our towns or other towns, for that matter. I think we're going to have a good year organizationally. I think there's a lot of momentum behind us. It feels that way. And we're lucky to have a lot of great partners across the state helping push this region forward. Absolutely.
0: Now, my question is, is all these people in 2022 who moved to South Dakota and now have experienced December and January? <laughs> year, yes. And will that detour people from coming? No
1: kidding. What is that going to look like? You know,
2: what does 24 inches of snow do to your population migration? <laughs> Ryan, what, what does that do?
3: What- you know, from what I can tell, the folks in Baltic, the folks in Lennox, they're hardy. They come from good stock. Right, a lot of Lutherans, a lot of Nordic, Scandi bloodlines there. And I think they'll tough out the cold and snow.
2: That's good. That's exciting. It's a we're hoping for good That's crops good. and minimal flooding.
3: So, hey, guys,
1: we appreciate you tuning in. This is more of a kind of us uh, just talking to you. We're, I think we're going to try to make some of our podcasts more conversationally as well. If you have any people, places, or businesses across the metro, that would be a good fit for us to have on talking about their communities please reach out to info at sumetro.com and we will get them on here. Uh, with that, have a great year. Spend lots of money here in the Metro and take a chance on yourself and start a new business. Absolutely. Happy
0: 2023.
3: Happy New Year.
2: See you next time. Peace. I'm gonna-
0: Thanks for listening to Growing Places. Follow us on social media at Su Metro. Tune in next time to the next episode of Growing Places and always leave things better than the way you found them.